This is Joey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it, because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people, right? You bring people to care, you want, you want to strike emotions, and I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. I'm no sure somebody's written that one too. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. What? <laughs> <laughs> ale with cheese, Yeah. I can totally See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my, my progeny to you, almighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's my time. Uh, <laughs> how do you measure success? Hey everyone, you're listening to Superhero Speak, and I'm your host Dave. And JD, we're out of, we're out of sync. I know. Well, John is off this week, so of course I had to make a call out to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network to get a fill in for him for this week, and we got the wonderful, the magnificent Anna from the Pop Prison Power Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for the introduction. I feel so special being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are special. Everyone in the Geek World All Stars <laughs> Podcast Network is special. At least that's what Joey keeps telling me. I don't know. Right? <laughs> he makes us all feel special. I can't believe John took this week off. That's so unprofessional. Oh, like last week? Hey, I moved. I didn't have internet. That's different. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes, yes. John uh, had a surprise birthday party that was not for him, for his brother, and apparently it was a surprise to him as well. He found out about it last minute, so... Uh, what are you going to do? Um, so, Anna, how was your week? Anything exciting you want to share with the audience? Uh, well, uh, I'm still alive, so that's good. <laughs> you know, I'm doing the best I can to uh, stay away from COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I actually started a new show last night, and uh, I've kind of just been avoiding starting new things, but I-, I was just bored of watching the same old thing, so I decided to start watching What We Do in the Shadows. Huh. Uh, and uh, that show actually was really right up my alley, and I can't believe I-, I waited so long on watching it because I thought it was hilarious. And I- I'm only three episodes in, but uh, I'm excited to get through the whole season. Cool. Cool. And and JD, you moved. How did that go? It feels like we're still moving. I'm still we've been here since last Friday, and I'm still emptying boxes out. Like that's, it never ends. That's what happens when you move. I know. I hate it, but it's uh it's nice. I love I love the new house. I love the new neighborhood. We keep having to drive back to the old neighborhood to pick stuff up from people and, and run little errands, which is a good 45 minute drive from us. But man, living in the country is is super nice. It's dark out here, man. <laughs> I think it, when, when the sun goes down, it is dark. It's crazy. And then it's eerily quiet at night? Super quiet. It was the first few nights, it was creepy. But um, I'm getting used to it. I like it out here. Well, you're kind of creepy, so. That's true. <laughs> any, I don't any, know if I can handle the quiet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> any books coming out this week? Or uh, last no, week? Not, uh, got one coming out in two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So. Alright. Remind me then to plug. To, I'll bug you next week. Yeah, I won't shut up. I won't shut up about it. So you can plug it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, nothing. Uh, well, let's see. Last week, of course, we had an interview um, with Eric Goins from Stargirl, and uh, full interview, by the way. Oh, thank you. And uh, and this week, so so I didn't get to talk about you know the thing that got me most excited was the gyms finally opened in Philly, so <laughs> I'm back at the gym. Uh, it feels. Normal, but it's so hard when you're away for so long from that. I get it. It's hard to get back into that routine. Like, yeah. um, I've decided to become a home gym guy. I've got, uh, had a personal trainer make me up a routine. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay out of the gym and just hang out in the basement for a while. But yeah, today was my first day 
really back into it after about a month away. And yeah, man, it's it's tough to get into it when you've been gone for a while. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, you are a basement dweller, so. I am a basement dweller. <laughs> now I'm going to be a jacked basement dweller. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll see. That'd be great. We'll see who gets there first. How's that? Well, I'm kind of jacked as it is, so I've already got a head start. Oh, so. yeah, you are a wrestling coach, so you yeah. have to be. Ah, uh, fine. Say, I don't want to. I don't want you to lose. I don't want you to lose battles you don't have to lose. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> a good friend. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> Occasionally. Uh, speaking of good friends, we have many good friends on the internet. Uh, so let's do a little social media <laughs> madness. <laughs> Uh, JD's favorite segment. Um, so of course, uh, one of the things we talked about was Janelle Minow. I know, I know I'm saying that wrong. Uh, okay. Monet. Okay. Monet. She, she's put her ring in. She wants to play Storm, uh, in the MCU. And, uh, we had a couple people react to that. Uh, of course, Multiplane Podcast retweeted us saying yes. So, so they're definitely into it. Um, and, Matinee Heroes, another uh, good nerdy podcast, said, Love it. She's very talented, and it's always great when the actors want to be the characters just versus just getting the gig. So, Mm -hmm. I concur. Yes. I agree. I agree. Yes, I definitely think, like, with uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., like, his life already fit (laughs) to what Tony Stark was in some ways. And, uh, and, and that worked out beautifully, but yet you have people like Tom Holland who want it to play Spider-Man, you know, and he's done oh. a good job so far. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Anna. <laughs> I don't like Tom Holland. I don't like him as Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Oh, things are going so well. <laughs> oh. I just can't stand him. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry, not sorry. Ugh. Well, she's the guest, so. <laughs> he kicked me off at any moment. No, no, no. no we're going to be good hosts. That's the beauty of a podcast. You can disagree with people and not have to derail the show with an argument. If you were John, I would definitely argue with you, but you're a guest this week, so appreciate different opinion. Uh, uh, oh. Speaking of uh, things that uh, some people aren't going to like... <laughs> We had talked about the uh, Star Trek series Lower Decks um, coming to and what's it Universal or NBC Universal whatever that app's called and CBS All Access CBS All Access Why do I keep getting NBC and CBS confused It's the B It's the B All right mm-hmm. um, And of course we asked uh, our followers if they were excited and uh, Just Thomas Fresnel said uh, Does it appeal to me No Short, sweet, and to the point. And Shadow Walker, one of our favorite uh, contributors, said, I'd rather have a Star Trek multiverse show with new crew on an experimental enterprise with power to cross an entire Star Trek multiverse. Yeah, that's not the show they were trying to do. Like, I would like to be 6'7 and 100% body fat, but that's not the point. No, I get it. I mean, there were talks of... uh, when I think uh, Voyager was ending, people wanted to like have a, a Starfleet Academy show where you could have a young crew of kids get into trouble every week, and then you can easily swap actors out and keep it going for a long time. But mm. that'd have been cool, actually. I would have liked that. Unfortunately, that did not happen ever. Um, and then finally, we had talked about. Uh, Henry Cavill, uh, you know, apparently is still contracted to play Superman. And, uh, we had, uh, <laughs> Lola, Lola, Sita, 68. This Lula Sita. Lula Okay, 68. Um, we have the Sorry. best Superman of the modern era and Warner Brothers Home Entertainment wasting time with their indecisions. Mm-hmm. Define, uh, define the modern era. Yeah. And uh, T. Gan Harlow said, hot damn, he is gorgeous. Uh, I have to agree with that, yes. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, and I think Anna agrees with that. I could be wrong. Hey, I might agree with that. That's a good-looking dude, Ooh. man. Let's be real. 
And he can build a PC. Okay, you know, you just hit all the boxes. <laughs> uh, I think I think everyone on the show is agreed that he's a decent actor. He was a good choice. He just hasn't been given a good script yet for Superman. So yeah, hopefully that'll get fixed um, soon. Christopher, Christopher Reeve made some crappy Superman movies too. I won't hold it against him. Uh, what you didn't like the Quest for Peace? Quest for Peace is bad. Superman 3 is worse. Oh, wow. I remember those. How old are, if you let me ask it, are you like, well, you don't think of the exact age, but like ballpark-ish, did you see the Superman movies on VHS or DVD? VHS. Okay. I'm in my, I'm in my early 30s. Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, we're not that, I'm just curious, I wasn't sure. <laughs> so you, uh, yeah. Okay. We're good. Just wondering. <laughs> Now what a VHS is and cassette players. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. That is a like, good question though. The define the modern age. Like yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of like because that's like what? Christopher Reeves like forty three years ago, so you know what? There's an argument that that's not modern. Okay, I withdraw my earlier conundrum. Yeah, no, I was thinking of something quite different where we've had so many one off DC movies in the last two decades. That's true. You know, what is the modern age? Because they keep rebooting, basically. So, Well, especially Superman, we've had, let's be real, since, let's say 2000, last 20 years, how many live-action Superman have we had, like, between TV and film? Five? Mm. Let's see. Has it, has it been five? Well, there was Smallville. Okay. Uh, Superman Returns. Um, the Supergirl Superman. Henry Cavill. Okay, four. I was off by one. So, so, so yeah, so four, at least four in two decades. That's a lot. Not, we're not we're not talking Batman numbers, but you know that's that's a lot of that's a lot. So you know what? I think they're right. That is the best Superman of the modern era. <laughs> when you put it that way, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think uh, if if people want to know where they can get more social media madness, they should listen to our good friend D Square on how they can follow us. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Now, Anna, before we go to our commercial break, uh, why don't you tell the audience where they can find Pop Prism Power Podcast? Ooh. Yeah, you can uh, find Pop Prison Power on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pop Prison Power, all one word. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you catch a podcast. Uh, we're there, hopefully. If not, let me know. <laughs> cool. You can tell that you've done that before. <laughs> oh, I'm always the one that does it, and I always feel like I forget. So I'm just like, okay, I got to hit all the notes. Cool, cool. All right. Well, on that note, boys and girls, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Come one, come all, gather round, gather round. Check out the all-new Mega Podtastic Podcast. These guys are better than paper or plastic. They're absolutely fantastic. What makes these guys fantastic? What makes them fantastic, you ask? Do you like movies? Yeah, I like movies. Do you like 
television. Yeah, I like television. What about pop culture? Who doesn't like pop culture? Well, you're all in luck because this show is weekly and trust me, I'm not being cheeky. Do they talk about Muppets? Are you kidding? With Crazy Joe involved, you can't stop that guy from talking Muppets. That's not all. There's more. You betcha. Celebrity guests and interviews, just to name a few. Are they famous? Famous? Well, they were nominated three times for a Parsec Award. They won a Parsec Award? No, but it's an honor just to be nominated. How do I find these guys? They can be found at Megapodtastic.com and YouTube.com slash Megapodtastic. All right. We are back. And uh, we got some news. Not much. Um, Before we get into the news, did either of you follow along with the Comic-Con at home? Uh, stuff? No, I was moving. Well, that's true. I, 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 I followed a little bit, um, but I only watched like two panels yeah. out of everything that was out uh-huh. there. I, I hurt too much to think about not going to Comic-Con this year, so I, I avoided it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it felt more like a disappointment than anything. In mm-hmm. my personal opinion, like, it would have been better to just not have anything because... A, there weren't a lot of announcements because there isn't much going on right now. And two, like, it just didn't feel like a convention, you know? Like, just watching video interviews, it's like, eh, you know? Like, there doesn't, there's not the same excitement as being in, like, Hall H surrounded by people. There's yeah, certain, that, I'm no, sorry. Go. No, go ahead. So there, there doesn't seem to be nearly as much buzz as normal, which kind of is a huge difference, but. I think it would be very easy to go all weekend and not even realize Comic-Con was doing a virtual con this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, they gave you the virtual hall, which was just a clickable map that – and there's, like – but it's just the kind of, like, PDF map that you would get in the program guide when you go. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, like, it doesn't show me anything. Like, if I don't know where an artist is to click on their link, like, I've got to – mouse over all of them until I find an artist I like and then click on it just to find, oh, it's a link to their website. <laughs> like, there was nothing exciting about the, uh, about that either, so. Nice try. I know, I know you guys didn't have a lot of time to put it together, but maybe if something like this happens again, just don't have it at all. Yeah. Well, you know, it was very easy not to spend money during Comic Con weekend. I'll say that. Even with the virtual yeah. hall, I'm like, eh, I don't need anything. It's not, yeah. you know, the the exclusive feel is gone. I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, because they had exclusives, but it was like, eh, it's it's that when you're there in person, it's that like mm-hmm. rush, like, oh, I've yeah. got to get this. But you don't have that when you're looking at it online. No, just like, okay, I'm going to log in and see what's there and stuff. And I thought they could have done better with, like, premiering the panels versus just unlocking them. And, okay, it's available at 11 a.m. Like, I, I felt like they could have done more. But I get it. You know, they they didn't have a lot of time to plan it. But should it happen again, maybe they could do something like that where they have, like, okay, big panels, premiere time, all that stuff. But we'll see. We never know what will happen next year. Yeah. So we did get some news, very little news. Um, and JD, the first thing we can talk about is your favorite movie of all time. I can't wait to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, New Mutants, we got, first we got a new teaser trailer. Um, it had a slightly different feel, I think, of the last one. It more, felt more action-y than horror. Yeah. Uh, But it still had a horror element to it. Uh, I don't know if that was a, a Disney Marvel touch or if that's, you know, you know, they're just... Now we're trying to re-gear the audience because it's been so long. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think of the new teaser? I still love this movie. I can't wait to see it. I've been saying this for three stupid years. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I watched this trailer, and it's like, this is everything I want from a new Mutants movie. They gave us the demon bear. Like, it still has – it did feel more action-y. I don't know if that means the tone of the film has changed a whole lot, but – um, you still get those nice little horror vibes to it. Right. Like, I still say this is a different way to present a superhero movie. And I, I, there's a story behind this movie that I really am interested in learning. And I hope that comes out someday. But I really hope this is good. I really hope they were able to pull something out of it because I just, every time I see a trailer for it, I'm like, this looks fun. This looks really good. And I'm, I want to see it, man. 
Are you as excited, Anna, as, as our good friend JD? You know, I'll be honest. When I saw the the, the trailer the first time, um, how many ever years ago, um, I wasn't really keen on it, but I'm not a big like horror person. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like, okay, I'm, I would love to watch it, but I have to watch it through, like, you know, through the slits of my fingers because I would be too scared. But after this trailer, I'm so down to see it because it was more actiony and <laughs> it worked for me because it's been a long time and that, you know, it's keeps, it kept getting pushed back. And so that really piqued my interest. And after that, that new teaser trailer, I am more inclined. I feel like I would definitely go see it because it's it, like the more actiony and the horror part still scared me, but I'm willing to suffer through that for this movie. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I will say that showing the kids, even in little bits, using their powers and, and more special effects that have been added in made it like, okay, this is an X-Men movie or, or a Mutants <laughs> movie, a Marvel Mutants movie. So like, all right, I, I'm in. Like, okay, I want to see it now. Um, but I don't know if I, if it's something I would run out to the theater to see. So the other interesting thing is now, normally when you're in Hall H, they'll do something special like, give you a clip or show you the first two minutes of the movie, but they don't put it online and, and you can't ever see it. Well, this time we got to see the first two minutes of new mutants and, uh, it was interesting. Um, I don't want to spoil too much for the audience. If anyone who, who, cause there are people who specifically avoid that stuff to not get spoiled, but did that, did then watching the first two minutes change your impression after you watched the trailer? Either one of you. Uh, no, not for me. I mean, um, the first two minutes, I, I mean, I get what they're doing. Like, I just had a conversation with my editor today about making sure to start off with uh, some action. Like, soft opens are harder for, for, for audiences now, and you mm-hmm. want to grab people right away. So I get mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, it didn't wow me, but it didn't make me want to go, I don't want to see this. Like, it's just, it's very flash. I mean, what they're doing, they're going to go flash bang and then tell you what's going on, which is fine. Um, I bet that would have looked really cool in Hall H. I don't, I think I know what's going on, but I don't really know what's going on. So I have questions, which is kind of what you want from mm-hmm. all, from one of those things. Uh, it didn't, it didn't impair or deter me one way or the other. Did, did you find it spooky, Anna? Uh, just a smidgen, a little bit, but you know, I think it made me want to know more about this movie because mm-hmm. I, I i've actively just not i haven't really paid attention to it just you know watching the trailers and stuff but now after seeing this uh two minutes i'm like all right i'm in you know i'm you got me <laughs> now give me the movie someday yes yes i when, concur <laughs> i concur um we all we're all ready to see the movie there have been rumors they're going to release it on on disney plus or hulu for quite some time now and then we finally found out that they can't do that. Mm-hmm. So apparently, um, there is in the contracts uh, for the movie that it has to get a theatrical release. Um, and obviously, there aren't many theaters open right now, if any. So, um, so JD, as the person who's most excited to see this movie, how do you feel about that? And do you think they're going to find a way around it or do you think uh we're gonna have to wait till maybe even next year to see this so i think this whole thing is interesting i wonder where this addendum was put into a contract this has to be a a film like a theater release that's very interesting Mm -hmm. i've never heard of a film having to have a theatrical release i wonder if that's something that carried over in the uh the marvel fox deal or the dc disney fox deal where disney didn't where fox didn't want their last movie to be buried so I find that intriguing. Again, there's a story behind this movie that I really want to know someday. That being said, theaters are going to be hurting for a long time when things settle down in this pandemic. Um, as we know, indoor spaces are not the best places to be. I love going to the movie theater normally, but I don't, I don't know if I want to go see a movie with a mask on. Like I'm like, I understand, I understand you do what you do what you have to do, but this seems like what a very inconsequential trip to go to the movie theater when this is going on. That's me yeah. personally. So I will wait till it's on Netflix or whatever to watch it, even though I really want to see it. It just, 
I get where these where AMC and, and Lowe's and these companies are coming from. Like they want they want to get butts back in the seats to make money. But I just don't know how realistic that is. And I don't know when we're gonna see any of this stuff. You know? I don't know. I think we'll know more about everything, life in general, as we creep into the fall. But right now I have no idea. Well, I I heard there's a rumor going around that Walmart is trying to set something up to turn their parking lots into drive-in theaters. There's a there's a couple by us that have done that, but I mean they have to be released is the key. Like we took Andy to the well up by uh, when we were staying on the farm for those couple weeks, we went to the drive-in and saw Inside Out and The Empire Strikes Back, which was great. Okay. But I don't know if if they're going to do new releases that way is the key. Yeah. Well, my that, here's my question, right? Like they said it has to be released. Could Disney make a deal with Walmart to show it, and would that count? Could? Sure. However, that being said, like you look at what's going on with the war between Universal and mm-hmm. AMC, where AMC's like, we're not going to show your movies ever again. Like they're acting like a bunch of six-year-olds. But <laughs> And they don't have the authority. They don't have, I don't know if they have the stones to do that to Disney. But is this the movie that Disney draws a line with? You know, it's already set on a shelf for three years. Like, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, they have to be planning something. I can't believe they would be teasing us this much, you know, just to keep Buzz going. Like, they could have let We've been talking about this movie for three years, man. (laughs) (laughs) Something's got to give. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Anna? Well, uh, I had heard about that whole contract, the the fact that it needs to be released in theaters a while back. And it made sense because someone either someone put that in there and it could have been definitely when the merger happened. Um, but at this point, I just, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's a very, it's, we're in very interesting times. It's very unknown. Um, if it gets released, it's not going to do well. And that sucks because, you know, we've been waiting for this movie for three, for three years. Um, but I don't know. Like I would love to see it in theaters. I would, but I just don't, I don't know if I would go. Um, I'd really have to see what the, the climate is just with everything that's going on. But uh, it's just, it's very interesting. Um, the history behind this movie and, you know, will it, will it, will it not be released? That's just kind of keeping, I don't know how, we got to keep the interest somehow. And I know they made a joke when they released the trailer, like August, maybe, you know, all that stuff. So they're in on the joke and stuff. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe at the end of the year, it'll be released. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Everything's a maybe now. I know. We live in a constant state of maybe. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to, um, dub 2020 the year of maybe. Yeah. <laughs> And when it's all said and done, the year of not quite. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I have no idea when I'll be, uh, I'll feel comfortable to go to a movie theater either. So yeah. And is, is, <laughs> is New Mutants the, the hill we want to die on? No, I don't think no. so. <laughs> not even figuratively, like literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, not only a risk it for that movie. Oh, I uh, want to see it. And it's like, Nah, I've held out this long. Like, I'm good. You can wait another <laughs> six months well, until it comes out in digital or something. Or six years, either way. Six years, yeah. <laughs> Movie's going to be the movie. All right, so now it's a shame John's not here because this was something he brought up uh, a, a while ago. Um, he seemed excited about it. Uh, Hellstrom. Oh, boy. It's going to be a new series on Hulu, and we got a first look at it uh, from Comic-Con this year. And... Uh, it's definitely another dark move for Marvel <laughs> coming out. Um, well, it had to be. Like, you don't do yeah. the Son of Satan with a, you know, well, I guess you could do a comedy Son of Satan, but I mean, like, <laughs> that's just not the character. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I kind of, I was kind of hoping for that. No. Uh, so what did you think of the trailer, JD? Well, if, if you recall the first time I, I was on the show, you asked me what was the one property I would like to write, and I said Son of Satan. Yes. So, I mean, like, this is, like, one of my all-time favorite... This is my all-time favorite underutilized Marvel property in general. Um, I love this character. I like everything about it. I, I saw the trailer. I'm cautiously optimistic. My one... It's very really easy to um, to make... To try to make Hellstrom 
John Constantine. Mm-hmm. So they have to kind of avoid that, even though like Hellstrom was doing John Constantine stories a decade before John Constantine, like right. you have to kind of avoid that. And I would focus on the demon and religious aspects to kind of do that personal advice. And this seems to be like an exorcism story, which is perfect. That's how that's how they introduced. Kind of, that's how they introduced um, to, uh, Damon Hellstrom, the son of Satan. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. What do you think, man? Well, well, guests first, Anna. What did you? Guests first. Sorry, force ahead. <laughs> I first of all, when I was watching, it's like, oh my god, is this is is this a horror show? <laughs> it's like, oh, great. Um, I know nothing about this. Uh, oh, but you, I didn't know it was part of Marvel. I'm just completely new to this. Uh, but I, I thought the trailer was good. It's not necessarily something I'll watch. Um. But it, it looked interesting, and I would like to know more about it, so I would read about it, but I won't watch it. So I can appreciate it, but it's too, it looked too scary for me. Well, I mean, not a lot of people know Hellstrom. I mean, he's, he's not a he's no. not like he's not a widely used character. He's not um, well known. In fact, uh, other than uh, Brand New Day, Marvel's really gotten away from the heaven and hell stuff and and uh i want to say in the last three decades they haven't really touched it much they do a little bit with i mean like he was he came out in the in the mid 70s when uh, mm-hmm. uh the american pop culture been kind of gripped by the occult you're talking about like the exorcist and um the omen and movies like that are really Dungeons and dragons yeah this is yeah. when this is when they created like hellstrom and ghost rider and Satana. So you had a big wave of these type of characters. And um, Marvel, Marvel Horror Essentials Volume 1, for anybody looking to read this, this sort of the, bleh, the Steve Gerber Hellstorm stuff. It's freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, like they never, since that time, they've kind of struggled with how to use them. Like he was on the Defenders in the 80s, you know, as a costume hero. Warren Ellis, ooh, <laughs> dirtiest hit right now, but he had a he kind of cut his teeth in mainstream comics, doing the the Hellstrom series, the Hellstorm series in the mid '90s, which is kind of like Marvel's answer to Hellblazer. Um, it's a good character. It just it hasn't it hasn't had the right type of um, vehicle, I think, to really do something. And I think like I think the original stories are really good, but they're stories that I just don't know people. If Marvel is a corporate entity with Disney behind it, would be interested in telling today. So I'm curious, curious to see what they do with this. Right, right. And I'm curious if they tie any of the other stuff, like Ghost Rider, at all into it, even tangentially. You know. Well, here's here's the thing. You're a Marvel guy. Do you know who uh, Damon Hellstrom's ex-wife is in continuity? In continuity, no. Well, I mean, just in general. Patsy Walker. Oh, now, ooh, yeah, but they've kind of like said that they have. the Netflix they, stuff doesn't exist. They have, but it just—it's interesting. You could, I don't know if they ever will, but it just—it's interesting to me that, that she already exists. That would—that would actually be kind of cool. That—that that would be cool. Do it, do it, Marvel, do it. <laughs> um, yeah, and and that's the thing too, right? Like, as as uh, JD, you you eloquently put. He's their answer to uh, Constantine, um, even though Constantine came later, right? Yeah, Hellstrom came in the mid seventies, right? Uh, Roy Thomas, right? Is uh, I believe it was maybe Roy Thomas. Yeah, that could be. It sounds like I have to look it up. I know Gerber did most of the run, but I forget. I think it might have been Tony Isabella actually, because it was in Ghost Rider, is when he shows up for the first time. Hmm, I'd have to ask Tony. Um, yeah. So, so that's yeah. I mean, that's interesting and. Uh, Roy Thomas, Gary Friedrich, you're right. Ah, ha, ha. Most of the stuff that I know him from is from the Defenders, so. It's a good run. The end, yeah. the end of the Defenders. The, that's the very end of the Defenders run. Very, yes. uh, very adored run. But I, I like the J.M. DeMatta stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. That's, the Defenders was probably their answer to, uh, uh, what was it? Dark, uh, what's the, what's DC's team? Justice League Dark, Justice League Dark. Well, just like dark wasn't a thing till like, I know, I know. Recently, but yeah, pretty much it's exactly you're not you're not wrong. Yeah, that's pretty much what Justice League Dark was. They're act, that's actually a ripoff of the Defenders. That version uh, of the Defenders. Yes. Yeah. So no, I mean I'm definitely gonna check it out. Uh, you know, I'm actually getting the 
I don't have it yet. I use my daughter's Disney Plus, but I am going to get the Disney Plus full thing with the Hulu because there's a lot of stuff on Hulu that I think I'll probably gonna watch. So we shall see. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the question. Are you in? I mean, obviously you're in, JD. Um, Anna, will you check it out? Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot. That's that's all we can ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one foot in, one foot out. Yes. Um. All right. So now, moving on to the other movie that just won't die <laughs> because they won't <laughs> shut up about it. Uh, the Snyder Cut. Um, oh. Uh, so we got our first um new footage of uh, uh from the show, which is oh wait no let's start with yeah no no let's start with the new footage um and of course there was that scene where they just showed Alfred working on something in the in the back cave and like the um drink shook and people were trying to say that was green lantern showing up we now know that it was superman it was obviously superman i know we now know superman and he's wearing the black costume um now for those who don't know the black costume comes from the resurrection basically story in superman where uh after the death of superman friend for a funeral for a friend that whole run they brought him back and his body was in the Fortress of Solitude and it was in this suit that was supposed to help him regenerate and come back to life. And it's a black suit with a silver S and they kind of made it seem like that was going to be his costume for a while until he went back to the traditional, um, red and blue. And, uh, so it was, it was neat, but it's kind of like, that's my thing is now, of course they killed him and he brought him back. Are they going to explain the black costume you guys think, or is it just going to be like a thing in the movie? I'm sure it'll be over-explained, to be honest with you. Yeah, I have to agree. How, how Zack Snyder is it to, to make a Superman movie with the black suit? Like, it just seems so on brand for him to go, you know what Superman needs to be? Darker. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Batman v Superman wasn't dark enough? Oh, my Appar- God. Apparently not. Had a movie having a person drink urine and, like, you know, it's still not dark enough for Zack oh, Snyder. I, I hate that movie. I, I, I wasn't even oh. thinking of that. Um, I just, I didn't make one right to it. You said, how dark is that movie? It's the first thing I thought. Well, someone did drink pee. Like, God, I, I hate that movie. I'm, I'm also kind of wondering, like, is he in that, black, like, after he comes back, is he in that black costume the whole time? You know? Uh, oh. Uh, I don't think know. about Because in the, in, whew, it's been a long time. In the uh, Return of the Superman story, I think he's only in it for that arc, and then he's back in the Red and Blues, right? I think so. Yeah. In a while. Yeah. It's it's like yeah because I have the the issue where he officially comes back with the green, cut you know the cover is mainly green. Um, it was in a white bag, but I always open those bags, and uh, um, yeah, it's not it's like he's not in it long. Yeah, it's it's like just through the reign of Superman. It's not I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but no, Zack Snyder will have him in black the whole time. At least he didn't give him a mullet. As far as we know. As far as we know. <laughs> Dan Jurgens had to make him have a mullet. Uh, I mean, they took away his mustache, so. <laughs> oh my God. Gotta put that hair somewhere. Exactly. Oh. There you go. Oh. Um, Forgot about that mustache. <laughs> speaking of speaking of of footage new footage that we've seen and and no mustaches um Snyder has now come out and said he will not use any Josh Whedon footage in the Snyder cut at all which then almost says he had a completed movie before he walked away from the project well, yeah they said that he had a, a fairly that's this how this whole thing came up is because people don't know what a complete movie is like they had a rough cut like they had a cut of the movie that had everything but special effects and probably some pickup shots that was done. Um, they just said that's what they're—they're they're not shooting anything right now. They're just spending money on special effects. So that doesn't surprise me to hear that. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a hundred percent accurate. I think it's a—I think it's a clickbait. That's—I think he knows what he's doing. He's working his audience, which is smart of him. But um, yeah, I think that's just to get people talking. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Yeah. No. <laughs> it just means that we're gonna get a, 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 a all super dark Justice League. Gotta crank up the brightness on our TV before you watch that one. Uh, 
Yeah, I know, especially because it's going to take you six weeks to watch it. What genius said we should watch this on the show and do a watch along? I want to hit that guy. <laughs> uh, I, think that, I think that was you. Yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> it was. It's actually a really good idea, though, to actually do it this way. Like, it's essentially. Yeah, I do. I think you've you've given people reason to come back to HBO Max because watching it one time and logging off doesn't help you. If you get into a rhythm and come back and watch six episodes, now you're checking out more of what's on the network. I think it's a really good business idea from HBO on this one. Super smart. Yeah. Now you can make it as long as you want too. You don't have to worry about time constraints because people will watch. Geez, I watched Watchmen. What was that? Ten hours by the time it was said and done. Like, yeah, I, I, we, we kind of buried the lead of uh, it has come out that possibly they're it's not confirmed, but they're thinking about breaking it into six episodes as opposed to just one movie. And I think they said it's like going to be almost four hours total runtime. I mean, you might as well. Why not? You know, Anna, would you watch it uh, for six weeks? I mean, yeah, I guess I would. I, I kind of would just like the whole thing. Uh, I don't want it broken up into episodes, but that's just me. I'm used to watching four hour long movies. So for me, it's no big deal. Um, but depends on how the length of the episodes, I guess. I don't know. That's a interesting way to watch it. Here's yeah. the cool, here's, here's the kicker about it. If they release it in the middle of the month, right? Like on the 15th, mm-hmm. and you do four episodes. Now you just paid for two months of HBO Max. Oh. Yep. Dirty that's, fool. That's how they get you. That is how they get you. Oh, you got it for two. You got it for a couple weeks. You might as well watch Friends. You might as well check out something else they have. Right, because because the, the thing is, it's like obviously people argue, well, ah, hey, you just wait till the last episode airs, then sign up, watch it, and cancel. But we call that the we call it the Michelle Oliva move. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, in nerd culture, um. We don't like spoilers, and we like to spoil things. Yes. So, yes. you know it'll be all over the internet after episode one airs. Man, we tried that for the last season of Game of Thrones, and it was, like, impossible to be on Twitter those weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be everywhere. But, again, that's just give you more reason. Oh, I got to get it now. Like, I think when you post this, because I hadn't heard this before – I think it's a really good move on HBO's part. I think it's smart. I don't think the movie's going to be any good, but there's enough curiosity factor to keep people coming back. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I agree. Uh, you're going to get our money, HBO, aren't you? One way or another. <laughs> For two months, at least. <laughs> <laughs> For two months, at least. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to pay to watch Friends. <sighs> oh, but... please don't. <laughs> Oh, people did. You know how much they spent to get friends? Oh, God. I don't want to like, know. It's astronomical. Oh. The amount, the value in that show that's been off the air for 15 years. I coach high school kids. They weren't alive when Friends was on TV. Uh. Like, and HBO was spending millions, tens of millions. I believe it was like 34. I can't. I don't want to pull up the number because it's going to make me depressed. But like they spent <laughs> a ridiculous amount of money to get this. And that's been their big hook. And from what I gather, it's not been doing very well. No, it, it's, I don't think that was the right platform for it. That's the problem. Like, yeah, I, don't, think, I, I agree. Like, I, I think could it, be wrong. I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think it works probably best on Netflix. But, hmm. but yeah, I mean, like, as far as, like, I'm just HBO Max in general, I don't think has been, like, uh, has rolled out quite as strong as they would have liked it to. Oh, as soon as that Snyder cut hits, I mean that's kind of what they're that's kind of what they're banking on right now. Nothing else is being made. Like in retrospect, because we laughed about it when they first announced it, but that was all pre-pandemic, and now when nothing is being made, like you've got a movie that's basically almost done. You just gotta give some out of work special effects guys some stuff to do. I mean, like <laughs> it makes complete sense. Yeah, um, Anna, you were gonna say something maybe derogatory oh. about Friends. No, well, <laughs> always, but uh, no, I, I was just going to say, uh, I, I saw an article today. I did not click on it because it, had, it was about friends, but HBO Max is saying that it's the number one show on their platform right now. And I don't know if that's true, uh, but I don't. I just saw the, the title and I was like, okay, yeah, right. And I scrolled away. So I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I saw 
today. I <laughs> buy it because it was one of the number one things on Netflix when it lived on Netflix. Ugh, people. Like young, I know, young kids. Like, that's the kids I coach. They all love Friends. <laughs> that in the like, office. That in the office. Yeah, those are two of the biggest shows on on streaming platforms. That's why HBO spend all that money. But again, it's like that. But that tells you something. HBO has this treasure trove of television, and the most successful thing is Friends. Uh, they should have did what Disney did and just bought Fox. <laughs> could have. They could have. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that that that's it for the news. Um. So, uh, as we started the last time we were together, we're gonna talk about a couple rumors and see what we think and if uh if they're believable or not um and so so keep in mind people these are rumors there's no facts in this what we're about to say um so first off of course there are have been rumors floating around for a while that there's going to be a live action batman beyond movie and uh now they're saying it may feature two jokers um why what do we? I was gonna say. What do we think of that idea? And and do we think there's any weight to this rumor? So the two Joker things make sense because now they're leaning towards there being multiple Jokers in the comics. Um, this has been discussed for years, and has it ever really happened? Like there's all the three Jokers. They were hyping that in like 2016. Did yeah. we ever get it? Did we ever get it, uh, an end to that story? I don't think so. I don't either. No. And. uh but there, there are, well, there's also the discussion of, okay, so in Batman Beyond, there was the return of the Joker, but it was, it wasn't the, was it the actual Joker or a clone, right? Oh, in the cartoon movie? Yeah, in the cartoons. So, yeah, the cartoon movie. So, like, could they be going down that route where they have the original Joker and he gets killed, you know, when Bruce Wayne's Batman and then he comes back? as the clone and it's a different, you know, different actor, but still the Joker. Do we need more cinematic Joker? Like, that's my first question. Warner Brothers seems to think out, think so. It's true. They, they know as many Jokers as we have Batman. Um, I don't know how much weight there is to this rumor, to be honest with you. The high mark, like the, the, the popularity of the Batman beyond franchise isn't what it would have been like 20 years ago when that was a legit, there was legit talk about doing a Batman Beyond movie, especially with Michael Keaton being brought in to do this Flashpoint movie. I don't think this is real. What do you think, Anna? Anna, sorry. Well, I, I, <laughs> Usually I just sort it out. And John picks up on it. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, no. I'm just thinking. I'm really hyped for a Batman Beyond movie. Um, I don't know about the two Jokers thing, but uh, at this point, I'm more than willing. Like, I'm so ready for a Batman Beyond movie, live action movie. So uh, I'll take whatever they give me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be picky. I uh, I have a huge crush on Terry, um, my animated boyfriend. So <laughs> I just I'm all for it. Just give me a hot Batman Beyond, and I'm good. Ah. <laughs> uh... Rowan Atkinson is Batman Beyond. No, um, <laughs> dang it. Um, I would love to see that actually. Now that you just threw it out there, I was like stunned for a good fifteen seconds thinking about the possibilities of Rowan Atkinson as Batman. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> you know, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, we've seen worse. I know. I, I I definitely agree with you, JD. Though that like. 20 years ago, I would put more weight onto this rumor. Um, you know, and of course there is the whole like, oh, well, they're bringing in Michael Keaton. So maybe that's a backdooring to Batman Beyond or, um, you know, they wanted an older Batman for the Justice League. Maybe that was backdooring Batman Beyond, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'll believe it when I see a trailer. Yeah, I don't, uh, this one I'm not, I'm just not feeling the reality. This sounds more like fan theory to me. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, this one was a quick one I saw and I'm like, yeah, this could be believable. Captain Marvel 2, uh, they're saying is going to be like a mini Avengers movie and will feature some, if not all of the other Avengers because of obviously the success of movies like Civil War. Um, Marvel needs to squeeze in as many 
Avengers into a movie as they can. Um, in fact, it's funny because like I was watching a uh, pitch meeting on YouTube and they were talking about, uh, it was it not Ant-Man, maybe Dr. Strange when Dr. Strange is coming out and they're like, okay, well, what other Avengers are going to be in it? You know, cause we had Tony in the Spider-Man movie. We had this person in this movie. It's like, okay, you know, um, so I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, Anna, do you, are, first off, are you, do you want to Captain Marvel 2? And if so, would you want to see the other Avengers in it? Yes, I would like a Captain Marvel 2 movie. No, I don't want to see the other Avengers. I want it, can it just be her movie? <laughs> um, I, I kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm okay with cameos, but then too much and it just becomes so convoluted. And I just want the story to focus on the main character, um, especially because it is a female character, female superhero. I want it to just be all about her. Um, so no, I don't need that. I just need, you know, Captain Marvel 2 and that's it. That's all I ask. But yeah, that's my opinion, you know. Yeah. Okay. How about you, JD? I'm good with Captain Marvel, too. I think she was just starting to really find her way into the character because she had to play Amnesiac the whole movie. And that's so it's hard to really firmly establish a character when that's the arc in the first mm-hmm. movie. So um, I do want to see what else she can do with the character on her own. I'm like, mm-hmm. I agree with Anna. I, I don't mind a couple cameos, but I don't think we need to have 10 of them like they did that in Civil War, which was Cap Captain America three, you know, so, I mean, we had a lot of time to establish Steve Rogers' character. I think we need more time with Carol Danvers. And that being said, I'm sure someone else will show up. I'm sure of it. But I don't know if you need to make it, you know, Avengers 5, 6, 6, 5. I forget what number. Um, and you need to make it another Avengers movie. Well, let's see. We have four Avengers movies, Civil War. So, yeah, this would be 6. Something like that. Yeah, I don't think we need it. Um I do think there's weight to this rumor, though. I do think we don't we haven't had Marvel's um, phase. What phase would we be in five now? Four? I don't We're know. Technically in four now, but um, we don't know what's going on because the like they haven't even announced officially announced. Uh, you haven't seen anything about the TV shows in a while. Well, there's been a thing. What was that? There's been a thing going on. Oh yeah, slowed, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Slowed yes. things down. Yes, exactly. So we gotta, I mean, we're so far behind on anything Marvel, like film related. I don't even know if they know what they're doing. Yeah. The year of the maybes. Yeah, the year of the maybes. <laughs> yes, cause that was supposed to be the, the big thing about phase four is a lot of it was the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all gonna tie in together. So I don't know. Like, yeah, since it's all behind, are they gonna, I don't, I guess it's just behind. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, yeah, and I do think there's weight to it just because they're gonna you know, make a two. They make twos that they make sequels to everything. Oh, there's definitely no. There's definitely gonna be a Captain Marvel two. Let, 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 there's no doubt about that. Um, and I do think there's gonna be a couple Avengers in it, whether they're just cameos or the sidekick with her in the movie. We'll see. But Mar- uh, Disney and Marvel quickly learned the more main actors they have on these movies, the more money they make. Yeah, the more the more expensive they are too, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, Robert Downey Jr., as far as we know, is done. Dude, so. they're all expensive. <laughs> Every one of those guys costs money. That's you know, that's why you one, maybe two. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, new Thor movie is going to cost a freaking fortune. And that's the question, too. Like, who who is it? Because they've kind of set her up to be a cosmic character. So, you know, then you're looking at Guardians, Thor... Or, um, I don't know, maybe Doctor Strange. But, cause, like, Beta Ray freaking Bill. Oh. That's what it should be. It doesn't make any sense, but I want to see Beta Ray Bill. Just in general. I don't think you're ever going to get that. I'm sorry. Yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so either. That's <laughs> I, I think you got that uh, statue in Ragnarok, and that's as close as we're going to get to him. Yeah. So. He's right. no bullshit. Give you some more bullshit. <laughs> These rumors are great. Keep them going. All right. Well, the, the final rumor I have for this week, uh, and apparently there have been people online who have confirmed this. I don't know how true it is. Uh, that Star Trek Discovery season three will be their final season. Um, and that they haven't officially announced it yet, but 
apparently the there's been some grumbling because they told the writers or the editors and uh to to edit it to to finish it out and they said they kind of needed um to reshoot some stuff to get some new scenes for connective tissue and apparently they've already taken the sets down like it's a done deal um and apparently this is on the heels of the fact that i don't know they had another star trek show lined up that they were going to do but they were going to get funding from netflix and netflix has pulled out and apparently they pulled out of um discovery as well so i don't know i mean i would think something like this would be more mainstream it would have been on on the website but i don't know what do you guys think um who's, who's the source you know who the source is yeah so i don't buy it <laughs> yeah i don't buy it either that's okay. just yeah no that's that's bs <laughs> that gets a real that gets a real announcement oh dog sorry <laughs> that's okay surprising um yeah she don't, that dog doesn't agree either those <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> bullshit when it smells it like i don't no i don't see this as, i don't see it like this would be on like real news sites you know no i think so i think so um but they're claiming that people that worked on the sets uh you know put messages up that they had taken the sets down so it doesn't mean anything yeah no, I, it, it, my, my guess is that the, where the, something like this could come from, because I always try to figure out, well, like, well, where, where could the truth be in this? Um, it could be something of, they need to refilm stuff for season three, and they were told, well, no, we can't film because of COVID. So they're trying to edit around stuff because they can't refilm, and that's causing issues with season three. That would be my real that's guess. That's logical. Yeah. That's logical. That's more. That sounds more true. But you know, people want to turn it into no. The show was canceled. So, oh yeah, that's right. The other project was um, uh, what were they going to call it? It was going to be like uh, the first uh, missions of the Enterprise with Pike. Does anyone remember that? Oh yeah, I think they remember that. <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember what it was. What they were calling? Oh, Boldly Go. I think is going to be the name of the show. Something like that. So, yeah, but, uh, that, apparently there are rumors that Netflix, uh, has pulled out of backing that, and that's why there was no announcements about that show at Comic-Con, because they're trying to find new backers for it, so. I can't believe that. I don't know. Just sounds like a whole bunch of BS. <laughs> it does. It sounds like, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like people who get, like, quarter stories and try to string something together, you know? Like, yeah. you hear three or four independent things and try to find a through line. Yes. Like, that's what that sounds like. I'm not saying it's not on it. There couldn't be some reality to it. It just doesn't seem like, I don't know. Especially because I think Discovery is supposed to be the number one thing on CPS All Access. Uh, probably, I would imagine. Um, see, I was going to say, given all of this, I don't have CBS All Access. I've never seen an episode of Discovery. So <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything about it. I'm fairly certain the only reason people get CBS All Access is for Discovery and Picard. Because I can't tell you another thing that's on there. Twilight Zone, but I don't think that does it very well. Yeah, I have no idea. Do you have it, Anna? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I want to get it just for those shows, but I'm like, eh, I can wait. <laughs> right, it's expensive. Like, yeah. I, we've talked about this all the time. We've reached peak saturation with the streaming apps. Yeah. Very quickly we reached it, too. Because everybody decided to have one. Just because you have property doesn't mean you need your own app. So, um, the thing that I'm hearing now, speaking of uh, apps, is uh, there are companies that now want to try to bundle. You know, like you have the Disney, Hulu, uh, ESPN bundle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, some of these companies want to be like, all right, well, let's Hulu, uh, let's bundle with, you know, Netflix, Hulu, and, uh, whatever, you know, so that you can start getting more people to buy multiple platforms. So, and it's kind of like, well, does, are they now becoming makeshift cable companies? Yes. <laughs> it's so funny how we come roundabout. It's a cyclical thing. It totally <laughs> going is, back. Man. It totally is. Yeah. Oh, man. Which is yeah. just goes to show you that, like, there doesn't, like, 
people like companies get greedy, right? So they, they try to do their own thing. But really, when it was Hulu, Netflix, everything worked just fine. Yeah. And now in Prime. And now everyone's got to have their own thing. And the only people that really could say, yeah, we can do our own thing was Disney. Everybody else was deluding themselves. No, no, that's true. And I mean, and again, like I joked about earlier, Disney to make sure they could do it. When, you know what? We're going to buy Fox, too, to make sure we have enough content yeah, on to here. To make, yeah. To appeal to a larger audience. And it's just like, yeah, they did it. But they're Disney. Yeah. They own half of entertainment, you know? Yes. Seriously. I mean, even Apple. Apple's one of the most successful companies in the world. They have failed. Like, they've done everything so wrong on theirs. Like, what's Katzenberg's streaming platform that decided to do five-minute TV shows? I can't even remember. Quibi. Because, so, Quibi. Quibi is so irrelevant. Like, we talk about CBS and HBO because they're the ones that are kind of working. Yeah, and it's funny because there are YouTube creators who are complaining. Like, they created this platform with the idea of creating short videos uh, for entertainment. And instead of going to the YouTube community and saying, hey, you guys want to create for our platform, they went and got big name creators to create these shows that are broken into seven minute show episodes or whatever, however long each one is. Which is this, the, the, everything about that was so wrong. People don't want to consume like real, inter- like mainstream entertainment that way. Yeah. Which is proven by the fact that that, platform is a complete failure yep Stupid. and then and then there, there was what was the apple plus apple plus also struggling <laughs> you know not even if i had that for free when i use it zero interest <laughs> no interest at all I'm, I'm a super loyal mac guy i'm sitting on my mac computer with my iphone my uh, my uh power book sitting next to me and i have zero interest in apple plus None. So, yep. the only one that makes sense right now at the moment that's like, oh, we're coming late to the party, but we're going to try to uh, get you with our, our uh, pricing point is Peacock. Have you heard about the Peacock is interesting because, like, they're offering it for free if you have Comcast. Like, they're also you, – you can get it for free with limited hours and commercials – like I think I can't remember how many hours you get per month on the basic free one, and then there's like a uh, a ten dollar and then a fifteen dollar. It doesn't know? it doesn't seem like it, it seems so wishy washy to me. It seems like NBC was like or Comcast like well we we need our own, just roll this out I guess. Yeah, but it just made me wonder how many of the other ones are going to now turn around and say here's a free version with commercials. You know me, I'm a big pro wrestling guy. WWE just did that too because their network has been a failure. Right. So they've created they've created a free version of theirs and then an upgraded version. So I do wonder if if you're going to see more of that because I would have more networks if they were free. And then and then and then you turn around and go, well, just get cable. Yeah, we're going back <laughs> to commercials. Might as well just get cable. So it's. Uh, the price of cable is what got ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's the only reason I don't. I did. I liked cable. I didn't. You know, we. It was like it was an affordability issue. Is why we cut the cord. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, and I've gone out of my way to make sure I don't have all these stupid things. Or like, you share a password with someone for, for like uh, something. You know, like you and your you share your daughters for Disney. Right. Not that I do any password sharing. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so you so if your mother said hey can i have your uh netflix password you'd say no yes i would say no i would tell her she could go die because she's been dead for 20 years oh that's right i'm sorry that's okay it was a good time to use it was a good time for a dark joke <laughs> i was like what <laughs> that got me no i mean like no of course i mean like i would that would do that like the only streaming platforms I pay for, we pay for Hulu, Disney, which is the, the package, you know? Right. And I pay for New Japan World. And that's it. New like, Japan World? Yes. New, yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I pay for. And then, like, if I want to watch something on Netflix, I'll share a password with my brother for the Hulu, you know? We'll do that. Because I don't watch it very often. And he doesn't watch Hulu very often. So it levels up. All right. Well, you Ooh, know the what? Fed, the feds are at my door. Excuse me. 
<laughs> well, as, as JD is getting uh, carried away, um, I think that's a good place to put a pin in it for the week. Um, so, of course, we're going to wrap up with recommendations. JD, do you recommend J- uh, Japan World? I recommend having your four-year-old calm down. Hey, bud, give me one second, okay, buddy? Um, yes, I recommend. Actually, I don't at the moment. New Japan's like been terrible since it came back from the pandemic. This evil title reign's been horrid. Don't watch New Japan. Give it a few months. Okay. Any yes, other recommendations? Yes. Uh, I've been too busy to watch TV or anything right now, man. <laughs> like this moving in's been killing us. Uh, I just put my books back. Like I had my books in storage for like a year, so I put them all back on the shelf, and I was just looking at them. I'm just looking at them right now, and I'm looking at all this stuff that I even haven't had a chance to read yet, or that I do want to read. And I'm looking at my scalped books, and I'm like, man, I want to read scalped again. So read scalped. It's one of the best series ever made. Mm. Okay. Uh, how about you, Anna? Anything you want to recommend to the listeners? Uh, well, considering I just started watching it, I recommend uh, What We Do in the Shadows. That, that was a good show. Um, book-wise, I started rereading my favorite series. Uh, I'm always rereading it because I always find new things. But the Red Rising uh, book series, if you haven't read it, check it out. One of the, my favorites. It's amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's all I recommend. <laughs> I haven't been consuming a lot, which sucks, because I should, because I'm home a lot. But I've been stuck on my same three shows, so I'm trying to break that cycle. Cool. And, uh, um, again, let's recommend people to listen to the Pop Prison Power podcast. So, again, where can people find you? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Heart Radio, um, anywhere you uh, listen to your podcast we're there uh, you can find us on social media at pop prism power uh, and uh, you know you can find me on twitter at anna voltage a-n-a-v-o-l-t-a-g-e here we go cool all right um well let's see i will recommend as always to go to superheroespeak.com uh, where you can find the podcast every week and uh, reviews by our good friend D Square and and I promise Don I'm gonna get those five reviews in my inbox up on the website soon. Uh, uh, that's a little behind the scenes. Um, inside baseball for you. Inside baseball. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would recommend. See, John's not here, and he would back me up on this. Um, the new Dresden Files uh, hits stores i believe the end of the month uh so i would recommend you go back and reread the first seven books of the series to remember where we were six years ago when the last one came out (laughs) um yeah because that's what i've been doing uh and watching star girl but that's a whole nother you know i talked we talked about that plenty last week (laughs) so on that note boys and girls As always, thanks for listening, and don't let your cake get caught in the door. Have a good week.